Welcome to Mysterious AF. I'm Charles, and I'm joined by Celeste, as always. Hi. <laughs> we, today is Sunday, April 12th, a.k.a. Easter, in the year of our Lord, 2020. Um, the original zombie. The original zombie. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Uh, we are still in the midst of the COVID-19 outbreak. So just, insane. just to give some context as to why we probably sound crazy, <laughs> crazier <laughs> than normal. Um, anyway, you know, we are a sporadic, sometimes weekly, sometimes biweekly <laughs> podcast uh, where we review paranormal documentaries, paranormal meaning UFOs, ghosts, conspiracy theories, Bigfoots, Loch Nesses. Um, chupacabras anything and everything <laughs> under the sun that could be weird we watch the documentary and we get together via skype now and talk about it and this week we are talking about timeline a haunting in georgia which i found this morning on youtube <laughs> uh, i actually think it was a pretty uh fortunate find um, yeah it's a, it's a good one <laughs> I mean, I we had read. Yeah, oh. tell tell them tell them because I woke up to a text. I think I think I woke up to it. <laughs> yeah, from I Celeste was up super about the early. Current, <laughs> the one that we said we were going to be watching above majestic and above majestic. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I got up. Got <laughs> I got up at like six a.m. and I was just awake, and I was like, "Okay, hey, I'm gonna watch this before my husband gets up." And it's over two hours long, and it's. Every conspiracy theory that you could ever think of wrapped into one documentary. By the end of it, I was actually forwarded through like the last half of it. And I was just so agitated that I was going to stab my own eyeballs out. So I told Charles not to watch it, that we should definitely pick something else. So he did. And he made a good choice. Yeah, I was... um pleasantly surprised with this one especially for it being on youtube <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with youtube i just literally went to youtube typed in ghost documentary um i believe is what i put in and yeah i found this one that like had over a million views and was like a legitimate length so i was like okay well this was definitely i think it's like a it was a series I'm pretty sure it is because I these are on Amazon, if my memory is right. Yeah, I can't remember uh, what channel they were originally filmed on, but I like when we had cable, I remember watching this. So it was I'm trying to look right now to see what channel it might have been on, but I don't know. But yeah, they were like done on probably like the history channel because that's all they do now for some reason but <laughs> they uh, they've ran out of history yeah, everything's up yeah. to current time so <laughs> we've got to go with something paranormal all the millennials like ghosts yep let's do ghosts. yeah and uh, after watching that uh horrible conspiracy thing i'm like we need to get back to like the paranormal like let's find some ghosty fun stuff so yeah, I was hoping we could find something in the vein of American Ghost Hunter. Was that what that one was called? I think so. Zach, <laughs> was Zach Baggins? No, I was oh. thinking of the, oh, the guy. The, um, 
The heavy metal music. Yes, the heavy metal music. (laughs) And Lorraine has her uh, Gatorade bottle of holy water. (laughs) And she she sprinkles it on the maw. Yeah, that was like one of our first episodes. But that was fun. uh, The music for this show, this intro, it is not heavy metal, but it is something else. It is very dramatic. Um, I didn't pick up what year this was made but i'm guessing like the early 2000s um based on the clothing and the eyebrow plucks it remind me a lot of um napoleon dynamite (laughs) i that was not what i was expecting but i totally get that like the mom totally looked like the girl he hit on Yes. Oh my God. Yes. The one he invited to prom or whatever invited, and then Trisha. Trisha. Yes, Trisha. Trisha. (laughs) (laughs) She does. Oh God, I hadn't even thought about that. The bangs and everything. (laughs) Looks exactly like her. I mean, I have a comment in my notes about the bangs. The bangs. Her bangs and her daughter's bangs. bangs. They look identical. I yeah. I was like, is this the same person? Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Mm-hmm. We don't want to leave you guys in the dark. Come along with us on this journey mm-hmm. of the spiritual realm. Uh, so in rural Georgia, we are introduced <laughs> to a young family. Their last name is Wyrick. And the mom and the dad and their young daughter move into a new home. And I wrote down their accents are so precious. I was happy. I went to 21 years old. You know, bought my own house and thought I was, you know, something. Their young daughter's named Heidi. She didn't mind that there were no other kids in the neighborhood because she starts to make friends of her own when she's playing alone in her backyard. She has a thing for older men, I would say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, that is a nice way of putting it. Interesting way of putting it, I guess. Uh, she quickly meets a Mr. Gordy who we see as an elderly man in a suit who approaches her and asks her if he wants to go swing on his swing. Heidi, would you like to go swing on my swing with me? And Heidi, thankfully being a smart child, runs inside to ask her mom for permission instead of just going along with the stranger. Um, and her mom's like, what? What are you talking about? No way. You don't do this. And goes out to look and there's nobody there in the backyard. Stranger danger. Yeah, no kidding. So Andy and Lisa are the parents. Lisa calls her husband. And of course, he rushes home and grabs a gun and like goes scouring the neighborhood for a random man to shoot. Apparently, it's just like, calm down. Uh, rushes home in his giant camo monster truck, <laughs> might I add. Um, oh, just and <laughs> yes, completely fulfilling the image for you guys. <laughs> we, you know, he was kind of good looking, though. I, I didn't want to say anything, but I was like, <laughs> you know, if I was like suffering from exo- like dehydration and maybe possible heat stroke uh, in the hot Georgia sun, I might come up onto his deck for some sweet tea <laughs> and some loving. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> I've got to qualify it somehow. (laughs) It's okay. So he rushes home to find this Mr. Gordy. They start like asking their neighbors. Nobody knows who this old man is. Nobody has seen an old man. 
Um, But Heidi insists that she sees him all the time and that sometimes he comes in and sits on her bed and talks to her. She'd tell me the next morning that Mr. Gordy had came while she was in bed and talked to her and sit on the bed and talked to her. Yeah, that's Uh, troublesome. Yeah, because it's like, of course, your mind first goes to pedophile. At least mine does, because it's like what like who what stranger would do that? A besides a pedophile. Stranger. A pedophile stranger. <laughs> a pet pet danger. <laughs> um oh and I thought it was funny that this is just a side note. So oh that's what I was gonna say. Lisa and Andy play themselves in this. Yeah, I thought that was really I liked that actually. And I hadn't real I, I remember seeing this before and I remember the acting being being really bad. But then watching it again, I was like, oh, because they're not actors. They're actually, like, playing themselves. So, you know, as you do see in these documentaries, they have scenes acted out. The real people are acting them out. So there you go. And she's obviously trying to, like, dress the part. And she's wearing, like, this blazer in a scene where she's, like, doing the dishes and calling Heidi in for dinner. And I'm just like, is that what you really wear as a... Housewife? Um, I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> I'm actually wearing a jean jacket right now as we record. <laughs> really? Because last week you were naked, Charles, or in your underwear. <laughs> well, I finally decided to, I got some pins from the company I sent, the company that made the sticker I sent to you. They, I also mm-hmm. ordered some pins from them. They are a local, um, like art artist company, but I got these super cute pins and I put them on my jean jacket because I have been waiting to like go out on public to like wear them around. And I'm like, well, that's not going to happen until 2021. So I might as well just put on my jean jacket and wear it around the house. So, but yeah, I'm currently wearing a tank top, jean jacket and underwear. I'm wearing a God awful zip up sweater. Why is it God awful? It's very light blue. It's stained from grease because I also changed a tire in it yesterday. Uh, I'm also wearing a tank top under that and then cat pajama pants. Sounds very cozy, though. It is cozy. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It's like we're just in the same room together. (laughs) I can picture it so well. Uh, Anyway, so Heidi. (laughs) No, go ahead. Eventually, they just figure that this is an imaginary friend because they hear about Mr. Gordy so much, but they don't don't see anyone. But she's always playing and talking to someone. So they're like, oh, she just has this little friend that we can't see. Yeah, which makes sense because it's like there's no other kids for her to play with. So she just invented somebody. And eventually, to steal your word, eventually... Heidi goes to open one day. Heidi goes to open the front door and there is a man with blood on his shirt. And so Heidi's telling Lisa this. Lisa grabs a knife from the kitchen drawer and goes to investigate. Yeah, I love how she like called her husband for the old man in the front yard. But then there's a guy with a bloody (laughs) shirt at her door. And she's like, this time I got this. Yeah. He's already bleeding. (laughs) Let me stab him some more. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't follow her logic, but yeah, good point. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. Uh, 
<laughs> and then we also hear about the other entity, the Unabomber that lives in their house yeah. with no face. <laughs> like, that's the only way I could describe him. Because I was yeah. like, oh, okay. He's a dude in a sweatshirt, like a shadowy figure type thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, my notes say, sorry, drunk spaced out at this point. So <laughs> It's all good. Uh, I think that might have been for the shadowy figure. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it, they didn't really go into too much detail about it here. They're just kind of like... And this is a child actress playing their daughter. Yeah, um, at she this does point. grow up. She does. She does grow up. Um, <laughs> but surprisingly... Well, I... You know, I never, I was going to say, surprisingly, the parents don't age, but then I'm like, they didn't, <laughs> they didn't like interview them over the course of years. Right. Oh my God, Charles. Okay. <laughs> never mind. It's okay. <laughs> Forget I said that. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so Joyce Kathy, uh, Lisa's sister moves in next door and what a name I was like, is, yes. is this her two first names or is Kathy her last name? Um, no one knows. I go by Joyce Kathy. But you can call me Jojo. Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so and then she becomes very curious about Mr. Gordy. And then I guess as in the South, as you do, the previous owner of Joyce's house house just stops by and is like, hey, I got some stuff for you. You might be interested on in this house. Miss Kelly. Miss Kelly. Huh. Who is this? This here, James Gordy. James Gordy. He was a, a lifetime friend of the family. I do believe, or I do declare, <laughs> that my niece has been talking about a Mr. Gordy. So, she brings it to Lisa's attention. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, yeah, they think that this is the Mr. Gordy that her daughter is seeing. Yes, even though he died in 1974. Right. Sorry, yes, I should have brought that up. So Lisa goes on to do some more research about Mr. Gordy because she thinks she needs to prove to Heidi that Mr. That Gordy is dead. Uh, So this base this ends with them taking Heidi to a cemetery. Yeah. And at the cemetery, Heidi goes right up to Mr. Gordy's grave. Um, She wasn't shown where it was. Like she jumped out of the car and ran to his grave. Out of all of these hundreds of tombstones. So. Mm-hmm. And she can't read either because she's right. very young. So she, I think she asked her grandpa to read the tomb for her, the headstone. Yeah. And that's, that's that on that. They leave what the cemetery. What did you think about that? Like, uh, did you think she needed to tell her that she was seeing a dead person? Like, I thought that was so weird. I don't know. I guess... <laughs> Like, what, what did she think was, yeah, that going to be the good outcome of this? Like, you're seeing dead people. Like, does she, so this child who can't read, does she have, like, a really good understanding of what alive and dead right. is already? Probably right. not. Like, she's, like, five years old. P.S. You're talking to a dead man. I just want you to know that. Thanks. Yeah, like, way to traumatize Mom. her. <laughs> <laughs> she's, yeah. I, yeah, I weird. didn't think about that. But she, I mean, and these, these don't. According to her, they don't appear like what you'd think, like a spirit. Like they're not in like see-through. Like they look like yeah, solid real people. people. Yeah. Like she says, she holds so that's his why hand she, and stuff. To, yeah. Yeah. So uh, bad parenting, Lisa Bangs, <laughs> with your sweet leather trench coat. 
<laughs> saw that as they were like leaving the cemetery. Yeah, She's like wearing yep, this like yep. it's like does she huge trench coat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, and then yeah. their poor dog Sheba. So Andy the dad got a dog to be Heidi's friend also. And one day Lisa and her niece are hanging out and Sheba starts barking at something in the kitchen and they go in there. They don't see anything. And then all that we hear is then the dog ran away and didn't return. Yep. (laughs) And I just put unhappy face. Like, is that really what happened? Uh, Maybe you got rabies and they had to put it down. That's true. But I guess I haven't heard about a dog like encountering spirits before. So maybe it wouldn't want to return. I said, it should have got. They should have gotten a cat because we all know cats ward away bad spirits. True, true. Oh my gosh, we could have solved their problems so quickly. We just show up at their home with like eighteen cats. Here you go. Here you go. Here's here's your anti-ghost. Then we know where the scratches would come from. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well. um... So Lisa is concerned because she doesn't know what to do because she can't see Mr. Gordy. She can't talk to him. And she asks a neighbor if there's any, like, if she knows about any other weird shit going on on the property or what, you know, like ghost stories. Have you heard anything? But she, the neighbor doesn't know anything, but she does have pictures of previous residents or friends of the family and Heidi ends up pointing out who she calls Khan, a guy called Khan, who she says is the bloody T-shirt guy. Mm-hmm. And that is the neighbor's uncle who, it turns out, lost his hand in some sort of like farming accident way back in the day. Also, by the way, he's been dead since like the 50s. Mm-hmm. And then my next... <laughs> notice can i have a ghost just to break up the boredom of this quarantine because i think it would be exciting um i really want gina davis and (gasps) is it alec baldwin from beetlejuice to come live with me (laughs) and they can like make me float around and we can play harry balifante Yes, that is that is the ghost we ghost we need in our lives. Or I was gonna say ghost dad, but then I remembered it's also um, the Jello guy who's a rapist. Oh, what? Did you never see Ghost Dad? I it's familiar. Bill to Cosby. Me, I could not. Oh, think of his the Jello guy. My... That's. <laughs> yeah. the Jell-O guy. <laughs> Sorry, I should have put that together. That's my bad. That's my no, bad. it's okay. My my um, brain is like. Yes, you're right. Yes, that was Bill Cosby. I couldn't think of what else he'd done. I could not think of his name. I couldn't think of the name of his show. But I was like, he wears sweaters. He was in the Jello. Is that commercial. a game somewhere? Like you just describe the person and people have to guess. Like, is that a thing? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like. um categories yes that's a fun uh, game it's a fun game <laughs> it's a fun game to play during quarantine when you don't have a ghost yeah. to entertain you <laughs> all right heidi begins to see a strange man 
or strange men everywhere. And uh, yeah, girl, get used to it. Um, then the real shit starts happening. Uh, furniture starts moving. The dark figure starts showing up more. They Heidi get wants. Scratched. They get scratched. Heidi wants to move out. I think she wants to move to the mountains to learn how to yodel. That's um, probably right. It sounds right for some reason. I really like that for her journey. Yeah. But of course, you know, husband Andy is reluctant to leave because husbands can never just listen to their wives and do what they're told. Oh, okay. That's where this is going, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Been a long quarantine, Charles. (laughs) We only have like a month left. If we're lucky. Yeah, if we're lucky. Um, well, Andy, though, also gets scratched up. He does. On his side. Um, yeah, Heidi gets three scratches on, his, on her face. Andy gets scratched on his side. And then I guess more come after that. And I was like, are there rats on this property? <laughs> Is I couldn't... I mean, besides, like... Scratching yourself accidentally, I couldn't really think of like, I couldn't think of what would cause such things. Could you? No. No, like when he was talking about burning, it reminded like I've been scratched by Jasper, and I'm like super allergic to him. And when he scratches me, it gets like kind of puffy, and like burny. Like, if I get scratched by jumbles, it's not bad. But it's, like, Hmm. that's the only thing I could think of is, like, an allergic reaction to some kind of a scratch. But um, But at this point, as far as we know, they don't even have pets. Or he and Lisa are into some (laughs) I thought about that. I definitely thought about it. Or he and somebody else, you know what I mean? Yeah. His daughter gets scratched, and he's like, this is the perfect time to go batshit crazy. (laughs) Scratch me all you want, baby. I got the perfect cover. <laughs> well, Lisa's fed up with all this bullshit. So she calls <laughs> Dr. William Roll, mm-hmm. uh, who is a, a parapsychologist or just a psychologist. He's some kind of doctor. Uh, and he agrees <laughs> to come meet the family and investigate. And he always starts his investigations with interviews. He's a very snappy dresser. Um, sure is. And so he's talking to Heidi. She's telling him what we've said, that these entities, these people that she sees are solid. And Dr. Roll is theorizing that she is experiencing placed memories or like past images. So it's like a recording of a person's activity like from the past. So like residual haunting. Yeah. Residual hauntings. But Eh. We don't Go know ahead. why. Well, I was going to say, right. like, except, I mean, this kind of goes into some theories that I hadn't really, it's been a long time, I guess, since I'd heard them, but um, just like with the magnetic fields and the ions and the tectonic plates and stuff, I was like, what? What? Yeah, it was what a is lot. all this? He does show Heidi photos of, like, random people with Mr. Gordy jumbled in, and she does pick the right photo of Mr. Gordy. Yeah. Um... But yeah, he's talking about like, yeah, a lot of electromagnetic fields and he's trying to be very scientific about this. Yeah, shifts in magnetic fields, they can generate hallucinations 
and ions can also affect our perception. He says that positive ions have a negative effect on a person's mood. And I'm like, is this why some people are just like so bitchy all the time? It's because <laughs> they have too many positive ions floating around their fucking head. And how do we get rid of those? Um, I bet Dyson has. Uh, oh, Dyson, yes. Yeah, I was Suck cuddling, up to, <laughs> cuddling up to my insomnia one night and uh, <laughs> on Twitter, and I saw a post that was, or a, a Dyson ad for uh, air purifier slash humidifier slash something else, and I was like, I must have this. It was $900, though, so yeah. I did not pull the trigger on that. I was going to say, did you get it? No. <laughs> okay. But I bet it would protect me from spirits. And ah, the cure. <laughs> we, we can't blame it all on that bitch, Carol. But he, <laughs> here's what I didn't understand, though. Like, I get, I it kind of makes sense, right? Electromagnetic activity makes you feel like weirded out or unstable. But why is she focusing on a, a particular person? That yeah. has a connection to the property. I don't know. And how do you explain the scratches, too? How do you explain the scratches? And also, though, like, Mr. Gordy never lived there. He was a friend of the family. So why is his attachment to that property so strong? Well, he signed the, like, all the legal docs for the woman that lived in the house next door. So I don't know if he just was, like, protective of her. That's my theory is like he's protective of the property. So that's where his residual part of maybe maybe his spirits in different places. Maybe there's like parts of his spirit in different places. Maybe. Like does the spirit just have to be in one place? No, it just always confuses me. Like um, Astonishing Legends did this thing on the Sally House, which is in like uh, shit. (laughs) Atchison, Kansas. Atchison, Kansas. Atchison, Kansas. (laughs) I've been there. Um, but the Sally house where that's supposedly like super haunted by this girl named Sally, she actually lived like like down the block. So it's like, why would she haunt this house but not her own house? Maybe why she always this... wanted to live there. <sighs> Maybe. Like, haven't you seen some really pretty houses in your neighborhood and you're like, I'm going to live there someday the and then you die. I mean, I get it, but oh, okay. this house is just like a normal house. Well, maybe back in like the 1700s or whenever she lived there, she's like, man, this house is bitching. I'm going to live here. <laughs> and then she died and she's like, well, I'm going to do it now. Duck here. <laughs> duck in this shithole. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, it's just it's weird. It's, it is weird. I don't know if we'll ever know the reason until we die. <laughs> yeah. And we haunt each other's houses. I'm going to haunt Disney World. For shits and giggles. pull up all the toupees (laughs) i don't know why i thought of that that's i guess that's what i would do as a guest i wonder how many toupees are worn into disney world i was thinking of like roller coasters and then things falling off that's (laughs) things flying off bras tops toupees Okay. Uh, so Andy and Lisa get busy. They have a new baby named Jordan. <laughs> and now Heidi is a teenager who looks like a clone of her mother, mm-hmm. like the real Heidi. 
and Lisa. They the look... real Heidi. Please stand up. <laughs> Please stand up. She is her mom. Things for days. I I was wondering, like, how long do you think it takes to get those bangs? Like, how long would that take you to get ready, those bangs? Quite a while. To get them perfectly spaced like that? Quite a while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dang. You know, my mom used to do? What? (laughs) And I remember this specifically in middle school. My mom thought it was fun to, I don't know if you remember this, but like you you curl your bangs like they do, like the downward bang over your forehead. But then Mm -hmm. you had this upward curl that went back. Uh, It's hard to explain. I can post a picture on our Instagram. Um... (laughs) I think I'm picturing what you're you talking about. You split your like bangs. So you have, yeah. Yeah. You bangs on your forehead and then you have this like poof. Yes. I feel like it was more 80s head. though. Well, my mom was all about it. She kept it and alive. <laughs> she would curl my bangs for that poof above, but like she wouldn't brush them out. <laughs> she would just leave like the solid, like you take the curler out of your hair and you just leave it. And that is how I went to school for many a time, many a day. And oh, styling. Yeah, it was traumatic. Um, and I, I really, you know, I'm not all about, I, you know, I don't care about my hair. I really don't have time for that shit. So it's like whatever. Mom's got it under control. But and you have rocked those bangs for 18 years. Yep, it sure did. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring it back during quarantine. Um, I'm dyeing my hair, so. <gasps> you really? I'm being that quarantine gay. Yeah, because I've yep. seen so many people like not dyeing their hair. They're like, I'm letting my gray come out now. Oh, I had no idea. Yep, bleaching it and then uh, dyeing it. So be prepared. As Scar nope. says, be prepared. <laughs> See. <laughs> Send pictures. I will. It'll be a surprise. <laughs> it was uh, kind for of a surprise to me involved. that I ordered that stuff for everyone involved. <laughs> well, I can have dyed upstairs and downstairs hairs, so it'll just be a <laughs> new little surprise. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so back to the story. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's all good. I, I'm enjoying our tangents. We. I don't talk to anybody else during the week, so. <laughs> Uh, the faceless man is still around terrorizing Heidi she Mm -hmm. has lost most of her eyebrows from the stress (laughs) Um, her friend Montine is over visiting one day this is when I texted you because I was like excuse me did I hear this correctly how do you spell that name Montine a newspaper reporter eventually shows up to interview the family he senses a presence and sees the dark away. figure at the window and runs away, refuses to enter. <laughs> but then, like, news gets out that this house is haunted and that she's saying stuff. She kind of becomes, like, locally famous. And she gets made fun of. Yeah. Like everybody does when they're in high school. You get made right. fun of. Um, they're drinking Coca-Cola. <laughs> uh, Lisa and her niece, Kelly, are, for some reason, always hanging out at the home making flower arrangements or something. I don't know. But they hear voices. Yeah. (laughs) We drink Coke and make floral arrangements, (laughs) y'all. I'll have to ask Nate if that also happens (laughs) in North Carolina. 
so they start hearing voices. The young daughter, youngest second daughter, Jordan, is sitting in the hallway talking to Air. <laughs> Uh, but she say she says that she's talking to a little girl who just died in a, her didn't just die but she was killed in a car accident. Yeah. Um, so great. Everyone in the family can see dead people. Yeah, even Lisa's sister who lives next door starts hearing voices and like something's going on with her uh, lamp, and then she goes down a <laughs> hall and she sees a girl in a room. Um, and she says, "When you see it firsthand, that's when it scares you." Mm-hmm. It's like no shit, lady. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's I've been scared the whole time. Yeah, yeah, um, so scared. Yeah. <laughs> so they've been living in this house for quite some time now, like ten plus years. Everyone's seeing something, and of course they turn to the church. Um, but before that, I guess well, like. Lisa is turning to the church, but Andy's wants to call Dr. Rollback to see, like, hey, you know, this is still going on. You need to come back and tell us what the frick is happening. But he still he still thinks it's basically natural phenomena, and he thinks that Heidi and Lisa are psychic, which to him is, like, a natural thing. Right. And then we get a lot of, like, Lisa's background story and, like, her family, which... I didn't write down a lot of notes on, but... Well, I sure did. Okay. <laughs> no, tell us not about a ton. it. <laughs> I'll tell you about it. So Dr. Roll does his duty and goes to visit Lisa's childhood home, and he talks to her father. Uh, there's a history of paranormal occurrences in their family. Even Lisa's father has seen things. Uh, so basically, Lisa's whole side of the family <laughs> is cursed. Her mom grew up in a place called Hainted Hollow, which translates to Haunted Hollow. Uh, located along the Trail of Tears, which uh, over, most people know, over 2,000 men, women, and children died okay. along that trail because they were um, Native Americans, indigenous peoples that were shipped out by the U.S. government to internment camps out west, and they were forced to march along this trail in not great conditions and died. Uh, so there's a lot of tragedy in this area. Um, and so th- they think that from their experience of living in this place, they've kind of just picked up on um, being in tune with the unseen world. Um, and now Lisa is on this kick about the ghosts are demonic. Yeah. Which she... is really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because um, the daughter, uh, Heidi, you know, now that she's older, she's like, well, some ghosts I see, but they don't. They don't want to scare me. They're just there, right? Like, they're just like that little girl that died in a car accident. She saw mm-hmm. her, too. And she's just like, well, she's just a little girl. It doesn't, you know, whatever. But her mom thinks, like, everything is demonic because she's probably hooked up in this new Baptist church or whatever. With Brother Shelley leading the, yeah. leading the pack. <laughs> Brother Shelley. Yeah, I don't. Oh, wait, a medium comes in. Yeah, Amy Allen, who looks exactly how I picture a psychic in the yep. early 2000s to look. Yeah. Kind of Dana, but a little bit more dated. Yeah. Dana from Hell yeah. Um, Her story about, like, is pretty creepy with how she kind of discovered she was psychic or could see dead people. Um, did you write that down? I did not. So... 
real quick, Amy tells us when she's a five years old, um, a man and a woman would appear in her closet and talk to That's her right. like all night long. Um, and eventually it turns turns into them saying, we want you to come with us. They wanted her to go with them. And being so young, they <laughs> convince her to buy into an electrical cord. <laughs> and she's electrocuted, survives. Um, okay, but like, I get the story. I get it's traumatic. But how hard do you think you need to bite into a cord to actually pierce it and get to the metal? I, I don't know. I have not bit into a cord before. I'm thinking of some of the cords that we have here that are, are kind of thin. And like if there's a five year like five year olds, like I would I don't know. I don't have one. Yeah, right. I mean, if she gnawed on it for a while, she'd get there. But you would think her guardian would be watching her right. close more closely but <laughs> guess not another case of bad parenting <laughs> oh no you're um i was gonna say your sister's gonna be like you guys are being mean to the parents mean. again <laughs> <laughs> shout out to your sister i hope Happy she's Rachel. okay she's still in the hospital <laughs> she hopefully gets out tomorrow Hang without in there, Rachel. yes fingers and toes crossed <laughs> anyway yeah anyways Amy does this walkthrough. She records it for the family. Um, she also sees the faceless man. And she's like, there's three entities here that make me uncomfortable. The worst one is this hooded, faceless figure. And then Lisa's still on this demonic kick. So she gets another psychic who's also a Christian to come in. Um, and I could tell that he is a Christian because he is wearing white socks with <laughs> nandles. Um <laughs> It like instantly singed my retinas when I saw that. I'm <laughs> not gonna lie, I just fast forward to this part because I was like, I'm so done with this. <laughs> um, he's just gonna tell you what you want to hear. <laughs> so, yeah. Did you miss out on the anointing? Yep. <gasps> I'm sorry. Here's the thing: after I watched the first documentary, then by the time I got to this, doc- <laughs> I was so agitated. <laughs> Oh my. Not because of like picking a documentary, but like I was just having a bad day. So, and it was an hour and a half long, and I was like, I can't. I guess got to get through this documentary. So, what what happened with the anointing? Um, Lisa and the family lead them back to church to be anointed by Brother Shelley, uh, so he and the congregation can bless them to keep the spirits more like at bay. Um, I'm pretty sure. There's people speaking in tongues, like everybody's got their hands up. It's really uncomfortable. Uh, Lisa feels guilty for the ability. And Brother Shelley's like, you don't need to feel guilty, honey. Um, Andy's face the entire time is, what the fuck? Uh, And they go home after this, like, weird anointing revival ceremony. The faceless ghost is still there. They're like, I don't know what we need to do. I said, burn down the house and collect the insurance. They can't mm-hmm. fucking haunt rubble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brother Shelley says that they're, demon- they're demons. There's no such thing as ghosts. It's demonic spirits who pose as maybe friendly spirits. Amy, the psychic, says they need to accept what's happening um, and just embrace it and like realize like this isn't something that's going to go away. Like You can't lose your psychic power. Because uh, your mediums, which are beacons to the dead. Yes, I do have that. Okay. Um, and that's pretty <laughs> and much have, the end of my notes. Yeah, I have church pastor saves them. Um, 
And yeah, the, as a medium, she Heidi needs to get used to the ghosts and understand how to deal. And Lisa ends with like, I have faith that things are going to get better. Um, she's just hoping that it kind of goes away, I guess, through prayer. And things have calmed down, but they still see some things. And then Heidi tells us, like, there's some things that I have experienced that I have not told my mama. Uh, and I don't think I ever will tell my mama. Like, Does oh, she bang a ghost? Exactly. Exactly. And you're going to tell your mama after this airs. I mean, yeah. she's going to grill you until you give in. So It just kind of ends with her from... What I just like took from it was she's still feeling isolated, like she's still alone. Let's see, I was, and so I wrote down, where is she now? Yeah, exactly. Where is Heidi now? I just Googled her, um, and there's an article about her from February 19th, 2008. So I don't, this might have been not too long after it was filmed. Even with all the media attention, Heidi has tried to lead as normal a life as possible, eventually getting married to her husband, Aaron, and starting a career in the medical field. Hell yeah. Now 22 years old, Heidi is slowly learning how to deal with her unusual gift. Most of the time, I've learned to keep a lot of it to myself, and I really don't even notice it. You get used to seeing things after a while. I wonder if she's on Facebook and if she's dealing with this COVID shit. Maybe. Because I mean, probably. This week I'm going to, I'm on a Facebook soccer this week and maybe we can get an interview. <laughs> That's my plan. I really, I really, you know, hats off to your ambitious plan. Right. I mean, she seems really kind, like a yeah. really nice person. I think, I'll, okay, here's the latest yes. thing about her was August 6, 2019. Oh. Um, it might just be a recap of everything that happened because yeah anyway that yeah that pretty much sum, sums it up you see <laughs> i did have one last thing to add you see dr roll at his computer typing up a report like at the end of the first couple seasons of x-files episodes where scully's <laughs> like in front of her giant ass computer typing shit up <laughs> it's like oh dr roll you're such a scully yep um, I appreciated his opinion. Like he was trying to be scientific about it. Yeah, I. But he couldn't answer too. all the questions. Well, and they just didn't like what he like. They go through everybody until they find something that they like. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and it was interesting to see like each family member had their own take on it. Right. So like, mm-hmm. they had the the doctor and then the mom got her own psychic that she felt comfortable with and the daughter was just like something I live with and I think the dad is just kind of like the less I know the better and I wonder what happened with the younger sister if she's continued to see things or if she dismissed it quicker I don't know I don't know either we'll have to look at both of them if we can yeah should. Um, so did you like it even though it frustrated you? I did, like, again, I was just having a bad day. But, yeah, I remember watching the first time, and I think they have more in the series. Like, it's kind of like a series, like a haunting in. I think they did Connecticut, too, which is another good one. But yeah, it's interesting. The people seem very believable. I don't have any reason to doubt their story. Uh, multiple witnesses saw a lot of the stuff. So, I don't know. 
it was it's good to watch yeah i i agree with like kind of the zoning out part though i feel like it could have been just an hour instead of an hour and a half um, yeah and i imagine like on tv with commercials it was probably a full two hour like oh special. my gosh i know that oof, that would have put me over the edge that's a long time <laughs> Two hours is a like, lot of time for anything. That was like back in the day, like before Corona, before, I don't know, when I still had cable. So it was, it would have been something you were used to. But these days yeah. I'm just like, I don't have time for this. Just get to the point. Get to the point. We <laughs> Even have... though I do have time because I'm not doing anything, but it seems like I don't have time. <laughs> we have listeners who need to know what's going on <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I would like to do I would really appreciate a documentary on like the plate shifting, like all that the electromagnetic stuff. Like I don't that I don't know why I'm so interested in that. Like um yeah, like a real good scientific study on But like make it accessible for me because like I'm not a nerd, but um right. <laughs> And don't make it too long. <laughs> and too please long. have good looking people god yes it's like you're in my brain thank you yes <laughs> so i can't stare at some ugly ass dude for two hours <laughs> we don't need any scrubs okay <laughs> can't stand it won't take it won't stand for it don't need to no we don't have time for that okay like time is precious we have all the time in the world but i still want it to be filled with good things <laughs> and good looking people abs apps and quads for days yeah just have the male scientist actors shirtless with right oiled up muscles telling me about these uh phenomena this is what we need is this too much to ask i don't think so i don't think so we have There's restaurants of- called hooters where you can serve <laughs> buffalo wings with your titas out like can yeah. i not get just a few muscled men telling me sciencey things that's true are there like are there are there restaurants like that for dudes? Um, I mean, for like dudes who like dudes? Well, <laughs> apparently here in Washington, there are like drive up coffee shops where it's bikini oh, girls. Yeah, I've heard that. But yeah. they also have them with like guys in like underwear and like Speedos mm-hmm. and stuff. And we haven't been to one yet. And I don't know if they'll ever come back because they probably all closed down due to Corona. Oh. But um, why didn't you go? honey i'm asking myself that about a lot of things i'm like why didn't i go to this restaurant why did i keep putting it off why did i put this off why didn't i do this yeah that's one of the challenges of 2020 corona 2020 so now we're at the part what's your favorite thing this week Hmm. (laughs) i was thinking about this earlier i don't know it's been a hard week uh i guess the weekend was good I'm still yeah. going to work, you guys. So I go. My coworkers are bitchy. I'm probably bitchy. Not gonna lie. Like we're all stressed to be there to interact with people. Uh, but I had the weekend off, which was nice. You know, did have one breakdown, which is to be expected at this point. Par for the course. Yeah. I wish the weather was better. <laughs> Look at yeah. Me. Gosh, it was like a couple. Well, it was when we were still in Kansas City, and it was April. I think it was Easter a couple of years ago, and it was, like, snowing and icy out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Which is what they're getting in Wisconsin right now. My family is covered in like 10 inches of snow today. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So no, I don't miss that. We just have rain. We got a little bit of hail today. Oh. Uh, but could be worse. Uh, but I was not able to go outside, which I think affects my mental health. I hope it it'll warm up soon. How, what, what's your favorite thing? My favorite thing is balance. <laughs> Um, and by balance, I mean finding it and uh, finding out what works for you, because yes. um, we are all dealing with the different, I guess, kind of lifestyle um, in our own ways. And this week, I really feel like I am making a list of things that are important for me to do each day just to kind of stay regulated with my own emotions as well. And... I think having all this time, because I am not going out into the workforce, I'm working from home, but like having all this time where you kind of don't interact with other people, you just get stuck in your own head and mm -hmm. making sure your own head is a good space to be stuck in is really important. So balance of uh, taking care of myself and my body uh, is really important. So um, not pushing it so hard with work, which is difficult for me sometimes and making sure I get some exercise in whether that's a walk around the block just something where I get my body moving like my heart rate up yeah uh, and sleeping even though my sleep schedule has been off it's just like balancing all that stuff and and kind of learning what that new normal is like of balance but yeah that's yeah. my favorite thing <laughs> that's good yeah, we're all in this together. We said it last week. You know, mm -hmm. We're all, all struggling. We're all just doing what we got to do. If you're having a hard time, reach out to somebody because oh. I know it's hard to admit a lot of times that you're vulnerable or having a difficult time. But it really, once you lift that off of your own shoulders and I don't want to say make it someone else's burden, but you have people in your life that love you and care for you. And if you can share that with them you know, hopefully they are in a good headspace also and can help you out, you know, because, yeah, we're all yeah. in this together and we should all take care of each other as best we can and look out for each other and, and be kind to each and, other as best as we can. <laughs> and if you want um, to write your hate mail to Dana and Greg Newkirk for opening up Pandora's box and letting this virus into the world, <laughs> I will be starting that letter campaign shortly um, so it wasn't the pangolin the illegal pangolin <laughs> trade from china that started this okay celesta i like i like your science jk jk um we we don't know what we're watching next do we, we? don't no. um maybe we could find another good. haunting one yeah it's gonna be good yeah i know that it will be good be sorry good. that Hope you all aren't let down by us not watching Above Majestic. I'm actually quite Don't relieved after Celeste's uh, scathing review of it this morning. And I was like, well, fuck, I don't want to watch that now. If she's saying no. it's this boring and terrible. And then um, I it's guess when so I looked at it, it didn't say how long it was. Yeah, two hours and 13 minutes. Yeah, that's it's, ridiculous. Yeah, that's way, way too long for anybody's attention to be held. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Have um, a good week, y'all. Yeah, yes. And if you are feeling so inclined and you like us and you like what you hear, 
please review us, uh, subscribe to us on every platform you can, download every episode, send us love, send us like oh, money in the mail, send us, <laughs> send us nudes. Um, yep, we'll take it all. We'll take it all. <laughs> we'll Doesn't take matter it all. at this point. At this point, yeah, nothing. God, what was it? Did I send that to you? Oh, um, real quick tangent. Uh, when I started in graphic design back at Johnson County, I met a, a friend named Rachel and we were in different classes at one point And she was telling me this girl in her class uh, was trying to differentiate between these shades of pink. And she was like, this one's coral and this one's more of a salmon. <laughs> and Rachel's like, what the fuck did you just say? Like salmon? <laughs> and I saw this, this uh, meme, this gif, I don't know, but it said, Go ahead yes. and pronounce the L in salmon. Nothing matters in this world anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and so I sent it to her and we were just dying laughing about it because this girl was so pretentious <laughs> to like trying to pronounce these like. <sighs> anyway, uh, nothing no, that matters reminds anymore. Me of, that reminds me of when I first met Ryan and we were talking about something and he was like, oh, yeah, it's like Yosemite. And I was like, what? Yosemite Park. And I was like, do you mean Yosemite? <laughs> Oh my god. That is the most adorable thing I've heard. I so I still rasp about that. I'm like, you're so smart, but you still didn't know how to pronounce it. I like want to send him something with Yosemite <laughs> Park in the mail. Like not tell him who it's from. Just like have like a postcard with Yosemite. <laughs> and I'll write on the back like, hey, it's Yo Might. Yeah. Yeah, we all have those moments and I'm so glad when it's him and not me. Oops. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, um, thanks, guys. Thanks for hanging in there another week. Hope hope yeah. make it through the next week. And as always, stay, stay in the